What's up, gifted family? Welcome to another episode of the show that is the GP YouTube. Just a reminder that if you support what we do here, make sure to go over to giftedperformance.com and sign up for our automated coaching service. For only a dollar a day, you'll get access to 15 highly customized training programs, a macronutrient calculator, our meal planning feature that lets you build and save meals based on your macros, as well as access to our private Facebook group. All subscriptions help us in continuing to put out great content to get you to your fitness goals. Thanks for stopping by, and without any further delay, let's get into today's video. Enjoy. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Athlete Diary series. A familiar face, Mr. Cameron Cheek. You can even see it in the background. It's a nifty belt you got back there, sir. The gift of performance, Cameron. Shout out to who? The lady. Oh, Julie. Thank you, Julie. You're the best. You can send me one next. And we've also got some people call her Laren, me. Some people call her Ford, most people. And some people call her Lauren because that's actually her name. Lauren Ford, welcome. Good to have you on the podcast. How are you today? Thank you. I am doing great. How are y'all? So we, it is not. It's not, Laren. I know. We've been living a lie. <laughs> Jimbo, Jimbo's also shocked. We're, we're shook over here. <laughs> so the spelling there is L-A-R-R-I-N. How do we get yes. Lauren out of that? Where, where well, does the Lauren come from? My mom is super funny. Um, <clears throat> it's technically Lauren, but nobody says that. And so it's just been Lauren and Laren my entire life. So I go okay. by either one. So <laughs> respond to anything. Exactly. Um, all right. So today we are going to talk about the kind of early stages. We are, where are we at now? We're at eight weeks out now from Lauren's first competition of the season, correct? I want to, yes, slightly under eight weeks. So we are sitting just under eight weeks as of this recording. What's today? Today is Saturday. So yeah, we're just right at that that eight-week mark. Um, so we're going to talk about how that's been going, what we're going to shoot for in the future, and then maybe after everything is said and done, and once she's actually had some food and can put a coherent thought together, we'll bring her on again, and we'll, we'll talk about how the entire, uh, the entire journey was. But let's kind of start things off with, tell me a little bit about like your previous training history. So a lot of people, I don't even know if Cam knows this, but... Lauren and I actually go way back. We are OG Instagram <laughs> friends like five, six years ago before fitness Instagram was even a thing is when we first kind of followed each other. And I was like, oh, man, this girl squats pretty heavy. She's pretty cool. She can hang with me. She can sit at the same table. So that, what was that? What was that early weight training for you like? Um, well, it started in 2009. A really good friend of mine um, introduced me to heavy lifting and I kind of got into that. He taught me a lot of the techniques with the three main lifts, bench press, um, squat and deadlift. And then I was iffy with it off and on, had my son in 2011 and then um, got back into just a little bit of training. I was actually did a group certification group classes. I did that for two years from 2013 to 2015. And then in 2015, um, a guy, I was deadlifting horrendously awfully at the gym but I was lifting heavy and he just walked up to me he said 
do you know you're built for powerlifting? I didn't know if I should be offended or take it as a compliment. And so I, you know, and it sparked an interest in powerlifting. So um, at that time I put it on my bucket list per se to do a powerlifting meet before I turned 30 or I was, I was right at, you know, I was 32. And so, or, and so um, I competed in my first powerlifting meet in November of 2015 and it just went from there. And so I'm, had a coach uh, that was from the gym. Uh, he was just a good friend that he was actually super annoyed with the way that I deadlifted because I was that girl that would pick the weight up and drop it from the top and not put it back down. And I actually have a video of him in the background watching me deadlift and then shaking his head after I dropped it. And so he approached me from there and he said, let me just take you under my wing. And that's what he did. And five years worth of powerlifting in about seven meets. So that's, that was my training, my background in, in that. And so. So let's brief pause 30 second timeout real quick. You said that you were a group fitness instructor. Cam also has a history of group fitness instructing. So what kind of group fitness classes did you teach? I did a, a cardio hit uh, strength training class. And so I did it. It was through my job. Um, they had a gym in my building that I worked at when, and I did it on my lunch break and it was for a free membership. So it was just something to do on my lunch break. You're Right. So they, it was more of like a boot camp style class. And so, um, a lot of people from my office came up and several other, I think I had an, an average 10 to 15 people in each class every day. So it was fun to do for at the time. Cam, what, what group fitness classes did you teach? Similar? Kind of like strength training hit stuff? Uh, it was kind of a little bit mix of everything. Uh, I would say if anything wasn't as emphasized, it would probably be the cardiovascular side. But it was just through Anytime Fitness. Okay, cool. So, Lauren, before you kind of... So, Lauren came from a powerlifting background. Now she's transitioning. She's going to be a master's figure competitor if we haven't gone over that already. If you haven't already stalked her, stopped the video and went and stalked her after that bicep flex that you saw on the thumbnail. Um, so <laughs> what, what were your main goals before you decided to pursue the prep? Was it 100% strength focused? Was it more of like a power building, like a little bit of the strength stuff and then some hypertrophy? Kind of what was your intent? What were you looking to get out of training? Training for the powerlifting? Just your, your training in general. Okay. In general. Strength. I just wanted to lift as much as possible. Um, my natural body weight at the time was anywhere between 140 to 145. And I would cut down into the 132 class for powerlifting. And I did that, obviously, the horrible way. But, um, but no, it was mostly just to be as strong as possible. Cause I mean, I, I fell in love with the, the actually just the weightlifting aspect of it and just seeing how much I could push and being strong it's, and not necessarily. So you you kind of skimmed over, but let's talk about that kind of nutrition that you used for cutting. Uh, Cause the next question here that I was going to ask you was like, how does that compare? So how would you compare kind of what you used to do training and nutrition wise to, to where you are now? <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> My, when I would try and get ready for, when I was getting ready for a meet, I would be, do 12 weeks of, um, of training. And then that last two weeks or so, um, I would cut about 
eight to 10 pounds, which would be um, the typical broccoli, chicken, rice, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you know, kill yourself trying to do this because that's, that's just what I knew. You know, I didn't really do much of research with it and I did water cut and, you know, all of that. And it was, it was awful. And this training had, I had known and started 12 weeks prior in the powerlifting to cut down properly. I mean, I, there's no telling what my numbers could have been at my meets. Um, because I know that in my first meet, I didn't uh, rehydrate properly. That was, <laughs> that was a bad awful, time. to say the least. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's, this has just been an eye opening to nutrition for me for the most. Um, and just how you can do it properly and still eat properly. It's, it's interesting. I, be, I think it's kind of like a, a powerlifting thing or it kind of built into the culture, this kind of ignorance around nutrition until that weight cut comes. And, and Cam, you can kind of talk about, you just started working with Jamal Browner, who's a really big name powerlifter. I believe he's a 105 kilo. So does he have kind of some of the same concerns that, that Lauren had early on or some of the same issues where there's just a, a fundamental misunderstanding of nutrition as a whole? Um, so I believe in the past, I, I, I want to say, and don't quote me on this, especially if Jamal's watching this. Um, but I believe <laughs> that whenever he would have to diet down to make weight for meat, that he would just start eating more cleaner foods. And I think towards the end, they would do more of a rapid cut. Um, and with him trying to bring up a total, I think in the 2000 something now, for his next meet, um, I know that he really wanted to focus on nutrition and, and really just like, hey, my training's good. Um, now let, let's get every aspect dialed into where it needs to be because that's the only way that you'll reach your full potential. And I know he was pretty excited about it so far. Um, we haven't started the diet for the meet yet. I believe we actually are this coming week since he's 21 weeks out. And we're just going to take things super slow. But over the last five or six weeks since we've started, um, he, he said that his training has been like superb since his nutrition's really been dialed in. Um, he feels fueled all the time. He's not as hungry. He's eating more at the same weight. Um, he just feels a lot more comfortable, I believe. <sighs> yeah, definitely. Something that's overlooked by a lot of powerlifters. So, you know, we got some decent nutrition coaches on the staff, maybe. Maybe hit your boys up, a little shameless plug there. But uh, let's go ahead and let's, let's move forward now. Let's kind of transition over to um, working into your contest, perhaps. So what, what really piqued your interest? Was there a single moment that you were like, you know what, I want to jump into like a figure, a bodybuilding prep, or was it something that you've kind of always looked at and say, hey, that looks pretty cool. I'm going to try that one day. What was it for you? It was... It was, I, yes, following several women who were figure competitors, even the bikini competitors, and just to know what they go through and how disciplined they are with it. And nutrition for me, working out is the easy part. Nutrition is my nemesis on everything, on every aspect of it. And so to do a figure prep, it was, I had to get myself into a, a good headspace with that and to say, let's do this to see if I can do it. Um, 
because not many people can. And it was, it was something that, you know, I've always, it's just a beautiful sport to watch and just to see how they mold their body and, you know, just to get to that, that point, um, to walk on stage like that. And so I actually had put it out in the atmosphere <laughs> to say I was going to do it in 2018. Um, at the end of 2018, I came, I hurt myself. I had some injuries from powerlifting that put me out for a while. So 2019, I just all kind of talked about it and talked about it. And finally, you know, searched for coaches and bit the bullet and started with you in, in January. So, um, my injury is really what threw me into it early. Cause I was going to try and do it. I always said I was going to do a figure show before I was 40. So I'll be 38 when I walk on stage in June. Here we go. And we'll be ready looking better than ever. So thank you. kind of walk me through that decision of, of going, of, of hiring myself or kind of coming on with the gifted performance team. What was it that kind of sold you on joining the team? Cause I know that you hired me, but I throw pictures to cam all the time. I'm always talking with Paul and the other coaches. It's a really a team effort. So what, what kind of sold you on, on us? Well, I had, um, a friend of mine, she told me, she gave me a lot of pointers on how to look for a coach. And I reached out to probably four or five other people. Um, some of their preps were double my house payment. <laughs> I was just like, mm. and, and some of them, you know, I was super scared of the, that cookie cutter prep, you know, that, because she went through that. She hired someone who was very well known and, she paid extra for the prep and she got to talking to another friend of hers who had the same coach and lo and behold, their preps were the exact same, um, nutrition, everything to the T. And so that was my biggest fear. I talked to the ones that I did talk to, I just didn't really, I wasn't sold on them. Um, and then I want to say I came across one of your squat posts again, and then I went to your page and then I saw the gifted performance um, links. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to re just reach out. So I reached out and you answered all of my questions very thoroughly. Um, no sugarcoating. There was no, just, you know, I didn't feel like you were trying to tell me what I wanted to hear. Um, so I could, you know, be like, Oh, okay. You know, and, but it was, I appreciated the honesty with the questions and, um, just being, straightforward um price points helped as well too so i felt like it was just a really great you know fit because your personality i felt like is like kind of with mine too as far as to be able to get along and just not make this you know just a, a dumpster fire i guess i would say <laughs> of coaching because yeah. some of the girls that i've talked to they've had some horror stories of their first coaching so this being my first time and my first prep, I, you know, I didn't really know what to expect, but it's just been phenomenal. I mean, to say the least. And uh, whenever you went or whenever we started that question, you kind of went back and said that you got some advice and pointers from others on how to find a coach. There might be some out there watching this video that are struggling or maybe debating on if they should hire somebody or not. If you can recall, do you remember some of those uh, pointers and advice um, when deciding who might be the right fit for you is? 
Um, the biggest one was to look at their um, client spotlights, like the like the clients that they are currently coaching, whether it's personal training or in prep. Um, looking to see if those if they have posts of them, their before and afters, or they're along their process of it to see um, how many weeks those between the the before and after pictures, um, things like that to see. And I know social media can be not like really a very great gauge on their actual coaching aspect. Um, but it was one of the things that, you know, I looked for to see if like their progress and what they did. Um, and then to just reach out and first talk price points and then talk about what can you, my concerns with the coach, um, you know, like if I, what, what I'm going to expect you know, out of a coach, if that's, you know, if you can put some of those concerns at ease or what it, whatever it would be with, with those questions. For sure. Yeah. I think it's huge to reach out to a coach and, and have conversation and make sure that, you know, is this person even going to give me the time of the day in the first place to talk to me and like, show me right. that the decision? Because most people are just going to be like, Hey, like, here's my here's the application form like you can go online mm -hmm. like, but are they even willing to like talk to you out of the gate you know and i think that's huge right. and another thing yes, too, with uh comparing progress pictures and stuff and you know it's neat to see people taking like genetic freaks to another level and stuff but it's also cool when it, it's like oh you know you take somebody that you can tell they grew up a heavier person or i guess like big boned if you will and somebody who's not a genetic freak in this area, but they, they end up turning them into something that it looks like, oh, I didn't even know they were capable of that. Um, right. I think it's huge, too. Right. And, and that was one of the things that you said about Ryan took the time to answer my questions because there were a few coaches that I reached out to that I got one word answers or it was just, you know, just kind of like a flippant email back about go back and you know look at this or look at that and but Ryan took the time to answer my questions and and another thing too is, was looking for natural competitors because I wanted to stay natural natural competitors versus those you know who coaches who do nothing but unnatural competitors we call those folks the enhanced folks enhanced thank you I did not think of that word <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, some of some of Lauren's and I's original conversation, she was she knew that she was headed towards a contest prep in the next year. She knew that she needed to kind of redirect some of her training efforts. And when she reached out to me, she said, hey, listen, this is kind of what I'm doing now for diet. This is kind of what I'm doing for training. And not to toot my own horn, but without I didn't know if you were going to hire me or not. I didn't really I didn't really mind if you did or you didn't. But what I wanted to do was steer you in the right direction so that whoever you did end up hiring down the road, whether it may be me or, or someone else, that you were in a good position. So mm -hmm. I think I told you to kind of fix some of your macros around, eat a little bit more, mm -hmm. make sure that you're kind of actually gaining some weight before you start a prep, fix some things in your training. And then it was it was really nice when you actually did hire me because then I already knew that you were in a good position. You had been eating enough, your training was good, and we could just kind of steamroll right into prep. And it's been I think it's been very very smooth. It's been pretty smooth pretty much from from day one for us. Right. So right. when you two started, it was at the start of her prep, or you started a little bit before the actual diet. 
I think the initial pieces of advice that I kind of threw her way, because I kind of like steered her in the right direction on like, hey, this is what your macros should look like. This is what your training should look like before we even start was probably what was that a month, two months prior to starting prep? I actually remember um, it was in November because I was most of our emails going back and forth. I was in the airport going to New Orleans at that time. <laughs> so we were it was November 10th is when I've originally it was started and then you gave me my pointers and um so i did a lot of the exercise pointers and more of the the macro pointers through november and december and then i started with you january 2nd and man it, I, I can't i can't thank you enough for like taking that very seriously and really kind of like taking those pointers to heart and being and following that advice because kind of had you gone your own way and, and done what you were going to do, we might not have had the really smooth transition. So it's a good idea for those who are look uh, watching this and looking for a coach. Maybe reach out to that coach and say, hey, listen, I'm looking for coaches. I'm really thinking about hiring you. What can I do in the next few months to kind of set myself up in a position where when we do start, we can be successful? So that, that was very, very helpful. But let's kind of actually get into that contest prep period now. Just some general contest prep questions here. Um, the first one, you can take it any direction you want to go with this. So what are some of the easiest and the hardest parts of prep thus far? So what's been super easy? You were like, oh, this is, this is easy. It's nothing versus the really hard stuff. The refeed days are super easy. Super <laughs> no, um, easy. Super easy. <laughs> um, I love the way you tailor the workouts, um, the way that you put things together uh, with my garage gym. You, you know, ask me every single piece of equipment that I have and, you know, and work with that. And so that's been phenomenal on that aspect. Um, the nutrition wise has been the hardest part, of course. Um, I would have mental battles with myself on the daily, you know, to go into the pantry and eat something that I'm not supposed to track or, you know, not going to track. <laughs> but I can say out of these past, what is it? 17 weeks, 16 weeks. Um, 16, I, think. I think, you know, admittedly that I've had maybe four or five instances that I've, you know, binged on something that I shouldn't have and didn't track it, but that's okay. Um, but the, the nutrition part of it, the cuts, is what gets me the most. Um, but this Cut one, the podcast. This she's been cheating on her diet. Shut it down. Eat it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I had um, six snickerdoodle cookies in the dark at eleven thirty at night a couple Saturdays ago. <laughs> it was but in the that's dark. Okay. So they didn't even see you it was in the, the dark. No. <laughs> So I just had a moment. Just give me my moment. <laughs> but no. Diaries for a reason, man. <laughs> <laughs> All the deep, dark secrets lie here. <laughs> so but, in, in kind of in terms of the prep as a, as a totality, has that mm. been the thing that's kind of taken you by surprise is kind of those moments where it's like this real internal battle of goals, long-term goals versus short-term mm -hmm. short satisfaction or... Have there been some other surprises? Yeah, I have to with the goals, right? short-term, long-term. Of course, I want to make you proud when I step on stage, make myself proud of how, you know, because I represent you and what you represent as far as being as coach and your gifted performance. And so I don't want to look like, you know, 
well, what did he do to her kind of thing? Cause it's, you give me the tools and it's up to me to use them. And so, um, it's just been, my goals are set daily. Like at my daily, when it comes down to nutrition, like, okay, you know, I set everything out and what I can in my fitness pal and track everything, my water, every, my workouts and just say, okay, so I hit this goal today in the morning, you know, that's where I want to be because I'm in the aspect of if I have a weak moment with my nutrition and go in and eat something I'm not supposed to and don't track it, then in the morning, you know, I may be under, but I would have been where I should be at that moment. So it's more of a a daily goal for me. Um, Of course, the long-term goal, you know, is when stepping on stage, but I take it, I literally have to take it day by day with just hitting my macros is the best thing. Yeah. And that's honestly, you hit a lot of boxes there in terms of like, what both Cam and I look for in an ideal client. You're very process oriented. You focus on, I'm just going to check my boxes from day to day. I'm going to hit my macros. I'm going to do my steps. I'm going to get my training in, all that. And then another part that we really like to see from clients is, is you trust that I and the team as a whole have your best interest at heart. Like over anything, like we win together. Like you said, if when you look good, I look good, but I look good when you look good. So we both kind of have each other's interest at heart there. And to be completely clear here, Lauren will eat or Lauren will eat like cookies and pizza. And then she'll wake up and be like, Hey, I ate some cookies and pizza, but new low today. So she's one of those that everyone hates. (laughs) But to be okay. So hang on, let me back up. I have not had like a Domino's pizza in forever since prep. I make my own pizzas because that's that's the thing that you know I when I my pizza my family will eat pizza in front of my face like they did last night but no I will the sweets and stuff I have to limit because I have a huge sweet tooth and putting that in my I will make my own or I will have um, like some kind of nutrition hack which the girls on the team have been phenomenal with giving point pointers and tips on you know, getting those ha- those sweet tooth hacks um, for something a little more lighter on the calories than, than what, you know, eating a handful of Oreos. So, but yes, my body does love carbs. Um, I'll always have a low after more carbs for some reason, which is good. Yeah. You'll be one that's easy to peak. We'll throw a bunch of carbs at you. You'll wake up drier, fuller, veinier than ever. It's going to be, it's going to be an easy breezy one, but quick question here for the group. Homemade pizza or Domino's pizza? What's better? Or not even Domino's, just like any Papa John's Domino's. What do we think? At, what do you think? There's a place, Lauren. There's a place in Dallas called Serious Pizza, and they have a pizza that you, if you get it to go, it's the extra large, you can't fit it out the door. You literally have to turn <laughs> it to get it out the door. And it's like they make it fire, it's fresh, and you just, you pick it up and everything is just trying to melt off of the, the, the thin crust. And then you eat it. It's so hot. You burn the roof of your mouth, but you're still eating it because it's so Worth freaking it. good. Died. Yes. She's for sure yeah. And serious yeah. pizza is the first place I'm going to go right after my show in Dallas. Oh man, you ruined my next question. My next question was going, oh. what are you looking forward to most <laughs> in after those those first few months after stage kind of what are you most looking forward to everything he made you go through and then eating pizza 
pizza. Yeah, what else? My Deadless? best friend is making me. Oh uh, no, <laughs> my best friend is making me cupcakes, chocolate cupcakes, and she's making me um, a pina colada cupcakes. So that's those are my. That's going to be shoved into my face first. Sweet. So, and we'll kind of move back a little bit over the next eight weeks. What are you most looking forward to? Is it new forearm veins, new striations in your obliques? What are you most looking forward to? I don't, I mean, yeah, I mean, my, my veins are, they stay crazy. I already have like the veins coming through on my abdomen and, you know, I don't know. I just, I think my, to be honest, I just want my butt to lift up a little bit more. <laughs> Let's get that butt there goals. because butt goals for sure. So I haven't told Lauren this yet, but we're currently on a nice trajectory for her to start like a reverse diet into her peak week at somewhere around that like two and a half to three week out mark, like 17 to 20 days. I'm guesstimating she'll be ready. So she doesn't know yet. Well, now she does, but she's excited for that. So we're going to start right. throwing some more food at you then. So that'll be fun. Okay. Um, all right. So this is, this is a real serious one that I want to end on here. Last real serious question, and I want to take a while to answer this. What are the funniest DMs that you've gotten so far this prep? <laughs> because Lauren gets some great DMs. And I honestly don't know anyone else who gets as many as the unsolicited advice is amazing. Uh, but I'll, I'll let you take it away. Maybe give me like a top three. Uh, it's the my, top three. Girl, you must be starving. Like, are you even eating? And I'm like, no, just air chips and water. That's that's all my coach gives me. 100% starving. And then, you know, oh, and then I got coached the other day. Um, I should be power building. Um, I had posted, it was my deload video of my Y grip pull-ups and I had, you know, like maybe five of them to do. And so I took it slower and then this guy randomly popped into my DMs. He's like, uh, no, that's not how you're doing it. I know more than you. I know more than your coach. This is what you should be doing. And of course, I'm like, oh yeah, let me just fire my coach and hire you. What are your price points? Can you, can you please help me with that? That sounds amazing, Gary. Thank you. Um, I had one, I believe it was yesterday, that he asked for how much for pictures and videos but didn't specify of what, so that could be anything, really. Um, anything. I've had, yeah, <laughs> I've had, you know, the asking for my nutrition and, you know, and I, I understand that a lot of women see my transformation throughout the weeks and stuff and are curious. And the main thing that I just say is what works for me may not work for you. And, you know, I've had, a woman who wanted my macro count, but she's much taller than I am, weighs a lot more than I do. And so I'm just like, I, what I'm doing is not going to work for your body and what works for you for your body to respond. I don't, you know, I've always said everybody is a science experiment because some people don't do well with carbs and they do better with fats. I don't, my body does better with carbs. Um, and then, you know, can you send me your training? No, you can ask my coach for my training and pay him because I'm not just going to send you what I'm doing. <laughs> right? um, but yeah, and then I should be building mass and lifting heavier and, you know, okay. So if you look at my posts and see 
where I've come from and where I am now, obviously something's working and my coach knows just a little bit enough to get me there. So I appreciate the unsolicited advice. Um, it's been great. So other than that, I haven't had, you know, that's about it on the DMs, but there's typically in my stories, um, maybe once, twice a week, I'll get someone who knows more than you, Ryan. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know pretty much anything, so. Them to them things, <laughs> but he didn't pay for the full subscription, so he only got part Exactly. Of what happens is I hit up Gary for training, and then mm -hmm. I forward the training to you, and I don't, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't cut Gary into it, so he's a little bit bitter about that. Better. It's better. Yeah. I think I think my favorite one was when you were like two weeks into dieting. So you still had some fluff going. You weren't even yeah. close to as lean as you are now. And someone told you that your rear delts weren't popping. Oh, and yeah. Now, yeah. Here we are like 14 weeks later. Your back is shredded to the bone and your rear delts stick out like that far from your back. <laughs> and everyone's commenting like, oh, my God, your back and your delts are sick. What did you do for those? Right. Right. Yeah, I remember that DM. That was yeah. Okay, what do you do? You know, like my coach got, has it under control. Appreciate it. Yeah, just a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's finish off a little bit of a just a piece of advice for for individuals that are coming from more of a powerlifting background, or maybe they're just seeing you in your situation as a mom. You're not 21 years old anymore. You work out from home. You don't have access to any fancy gym equipment. What are some pieces of advice that you would give to individuals who kind of like to play that maybe like that excuse game? Like, oh, I'm a mom. My, my metabolism what it isn't what it used to be anymore. Like, I can't train like I used to anymore. What would be some things that you would tell them? If you don't stick to plan you won't know if it actually works um, because so many people, men and women who get it, you know, all the tools handed to them and just want to do whatever it is they want to do themselves and not stick to it or they'll stick to it about 75%, you know, or they, you know, skip out on cardio or skip out on something. And it's just like, you don't know your full potential if you're not sticking to what's been handed to you. And that's been my biggest thing is like, like I said, you hand me the tools, I will put in the work. And that's what I've just been doing. So take it day by day. And, and I actually had a friend of mine, she sent me a very sweet DM and she said, you know what? She said, you haven't complained one time. And I said, well, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I don't complain a lot because it just sets you into a negative mind space of like, oh my God, I'm so tired. Oh, I can't do this or oh, this, oh, that. It just do it, get it over with, you know, because my workouts now are two and a half hours and, you know, it's just so just, I know what I'm supposed to do. It, you know, my workouts are there, my nutrition there, my food's there, my cardio's there, just get it over with and do it. Um, and so, cause I always feel fantastic afterwards. Um, but stick to the plan, stick to what's been given to you. Um, and if you have a great coach, they'll listen to you. Uh, they will listen to you because Ryan's been fantastic at just saying, it's just one of those days, so, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I'm tired, you know, and like, you know, I, I know my energy is a little iffy right now, but 
I always rebound. And so there's always going to rebound from it. Yeah. I think an adjustment period for every one of those bad days, I get a ton of, you're a very, you're just a very positive person in general for every one of those texts that I get from you that says, man, today's a long day, you know, really hungry, really tired. And I just send you a, Hey, it's going to be all right. You know, just, just, mm-hmm. just get it done today. Cause tomorrow will be better. And then the next day or the next couple of days, you'll text me, Oh man, I'm benching my body weight for, for sets of five sets of six. I've never done that before. I'm yeah. squatting all this weight for sets of eight. Like I've never done that before. If you focus on the negatives, if you look for the negatives, you're going to find them, mm-hmm. but you're such mm-hmm. a positive person and you're, that you're always focusing on those positives and you're finding them. And on top of that, your, your consistency has been, has been next to none. So I applaud you. I know, I know the days are, they are getting hard, but like you said, you're just going to keep getting them done. And it shows like, I know this was our first time talking, but I had no idea that this would be your first show. Like Ryan would send us your picture and stuff and be like, yo, Ford's looking awesome. And I'm like, Jesus, like how how many more weeks? (laughs) here like sheesh and then but yeah you would look I, I would thought like maybe this was like your third fourth year competing something like that but for this being your first go around at eight weeks out now it's usually what a lot of people hope for within like their third or fourth season competing and stuff so you're gonna kill it you're doing awesome so far thank you thank you thank you thank you I do have to give my girls, the buff bitches out there, that we have a group oh, chat. Oh, no, not the and group I chat. Tell you, yes, <laughs> yes. They just, you know, I'm the oldest one in there, I believe. And, you know, just some of them, I just kind of, I want a mother, that mother comes out in me. But I just, I appreciate them, each and every single one of them so much because we talk about everything and their support has just been, you know, just from girl, you look so good. Oh my God. You know, the compliments, the support, the advice, the, you know, what to expect in shows. And it's just that team, the gifted performance team in itself has just been, I, I couldn't ask for anything better with, within this first prep. So, and anybody that reaches out to me asking, you know, about you or about the team or, and I'm just, you know, I have, and I've sent you, you know, ton of screenshots of people asking and like, I just have nothing but, you know, amazing things to say about this whole experience. You're representing the team. Well, thank yes. you. You're a great member of the team. And I know all the girls in that group chat would say that they're happy to have you in there as well. Thank so you're you. good. You're what can um, I was going to say, I have one question that I want to ask her, and you have to pick an answer. So, <laughs> I know you haven't stepped on stage yet, and that's like a huge part of it with uh, bodybuilding. But from what you have seen and done so far, if you had to pick powerlifting or bodybuilding, oh, and it man. was like you, you got one prep left before you're just tapping out on life, which one would you pick? <laughs> And what's the first reason that comes to your mind of why you're picking that one? I, I would say figure um, just because it's a whole new monster from powerlifting. Um, I feel like the nutrition aspect of doing a figure show is hands down the hardest part um, of it. Powerlifting, you know, you get in there, you push around some weight, you get up that body weight so you can lift more and eat like a, you know, like a monster. And so, but 
I would say figure and they're both hard. Don't get me wrong. I mean, training for powerlifting is, is hard to, you know, for technique and depth and, you know, everything oh. to that aspect, but figure, yeah, it's just because it's the, it's harder to get your body to look, you have to look a certain way in powerlifting. You can lift whatever you want to lift and, you know, get out there and a meet, but figure when you're on that stage, you, you have judges too, to. that are just, we should, <laughs> because, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You no, you don't have to, but you should. You really should. And you're going to be like, what? Why? What? What happened here? Right. Right. You haven't even had the the best. I think, and Cam maybe can agree with me or disagree with me. I think the best part of competing is actually the getting on stage, and then after the night show, when you step off and it's all done, and you know, like the diet's done, the cardio is done, the steps are done. I've got all these trophies because I whooped all these ladies' asses. Like, this is just telling you to go stuff your face. Like, yeah. one of the shows, my favorite part is after the show, eating with the athlete. And they're like, I'm, I'm actually, I'm eating whatever I want with my coach. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> You'll feel like you're on top of the world and nothing else matters outside of that moment. Like, it, oh, it'll for be sure. this time of your life. And it flies sure. by when you're up there on stage, too. So take it in. Yeah, mm -hmm. make sure to absorb it all. And, you know, give yourself a pat on the back because you've done a lot of good work to this point. And I'm sure you'll continue to do so. So we're looking forward to seeing you up there. But, Lauren, where can the people find you? Give them, a, give them an Instagram tag of, of where they can find you if they want to see some more. Well, in 2015, I created my tag and haven't changed it. Built Ford Tough 15. <laughs> yeah, love it. Text. <laughs> We'll have we'll have Lenny edit in a little a little built for tough fifteen there. Cameron, yeah. where can the people find you? Um, only fan. No, I'm just kidding. Instagram <laughs> at Cameron underscore cheek. And as always, I am the underscore squat father. I think that was around 2015 as well. I and I claimed it, and no one's been able to take it since. Um, but, you know, as always, thanks for coming by. Thanks for watching. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Head on over to giftedperformance.com. Give out our automated or give our automated coaching a try. If you want to look into one-on-one -on -one coaching with any of the coaches, you can hit that Meet the Coaches page, see what we're all about, see a little bit of camp, see a little bit of myself and the rest of everyone. Have a great day. And as always, stay gifted. Thanks, Dan.